0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with
2: Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Cine- yeah Buenos días it is a morning <laughs> <laughs> roars to you Emily Sally, how are you feeling on a fine Friday morning getting ready for a weekend How's it, How is it how is it down in San Diego?
1: Oh, I'm feeling good. You're I'm good. feeling good, buddy. It's good. You know, uh, finally actually have uh, where it's not, I think every time I've come to San Diego the last three months, it's 107 degrees. <laughs> we don't have that, so it feels good outside.
2: You got a nice little setup there. I just uh, just clicked on the Zoom. I'm finally getting to see you, and uh, you got a, a nice little, you got your uh, Yates bat in there. You got a, your TV behind you. It looks pretty good.
1: Got a little cobalt in the background as well. All right. Got that one for a while. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, overtime. Overtime. Where, anything you want to watch,
2: you want to the put anything on? You need to have your Mandy in the shot. It's next to you.
0: <laughs>
2: Literally <true>. across
0: the <laughs> table Means from you. It that much to you, Alan. <laughs> uh-
1: I just well, like
2: I like leaving my
1: championships right, well, at the I'm office. Well, then I'm gonna go
2: put it next to me. Then I'm gonna put it's it like in Jeannie my shop. It's like leaving
0: uh, all of her, you know, championships trophies, uh, her in, her trophies the in the window because yeah. everyone can see it. Everyone can see that Alan won host of the year last ah. year. So he's, you know, should Marcus it be on the territory.
2: floor? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I don't know. I don't know. How are you feeling, Sleep?
1: I'm gonna have a glass case that's coming in, and it's gonna sit right next to me. And no okay. matter no matter who eventually comes in, it's still going to sit right next to them as well. So we're <laughs> should be in by next week.
2: It, it you put it on wheels, so you can take it wherever it is that you need to go. Jorge, you let me down last night. I'm uh, not gonna lie. I know. I I didn't make it. I'll you you so not you not let
0: me the, down too. Jorge. I, I thought out
2: on the crowd. Well, Emily picked up the slack <laughs> for you, and she didn't even have to. Right. So get get the text from Jorge last night. Like, all right. Uh, Once Maita goes to bed, I'm going to go in on episodes three and four of The Sopranos. The three and
0: then maybe four.
2: And the three and then maybe four. And I said to him, I'm like, you're going to come in here like bleary eyed and halfway through season two. Like you're going to get sucked into the black hole and that's (laughs) it. Comes in this morning now and he's like, yeah, I didn't watch any. So I'm starting to wonder if it had the impact that we were hoping it's had because he didn't watch it. Emily picked up the slack and watched two in his stead. She watched three and four just in case he came in ready to go.
0: They are good. They're terrific. (laughs) It is a great show, guys. (laughs)
2: Okay, I think we
1: all know this. If It kind of doesn't matter what you have going on. If you get caught up in a show, you're finding time to watch that show. Now, me personally, I'm glad Jorge's just in the mix. And even, Jorge, if it takes you uh, a week to watch a couple of episodes, I'm just happy that you started it. But, Trav, you and I have... We've been watching, whatever, Breaking Bad. Go down the list of some different, you know, series that were out there. When that thing is in... When you get completely uh i guess you could say wrapped up into one of the shows i don't care what time it is i'm watching two episodes i'm falling asleep at 2 a.m but jorge has not hit that (laughs) Dude, i
3: knocked out as soon as as soon as i hit the couch and i was waiting for brenda to like watch this and then she comes to the living room and she took a picture of me, and I'm falling asleep. Oh, were, mouth well, wide I, I've open, seen you oh, fall asleep on man. the couch. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I know that you can <laughs> get knocked
2: out with the best of them.
3: So I, I fell asleep, guys. So. All
2: right. So is there any chance that we finish this weekend? How many, right. episodes,
3: how many episodes per season? Ten?
2: ten? I think it's.
0: I thought it was twelve.
2: twelve. Is it twelve? M. You'd know more than I would. So
3: by Monday, I'll, I'll start uh, season two by Monday. No chance. I, oh, kid you not. No I have way. Nothing will to do tomorrow. You're gonna have with you. You're gonna have ten hours of TV between now and Monday. tomorrow morning. It's it day off right? There's football both days. Correct, but eh, I, was, I I wake up early. Now I wake All up right. at seven because right. you know kids start school. So between seven and
0: ten, I okay. get three in. All right, you know. So the first season has thirteen episodes. Okay, oh, so forget about it uh, by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> season two by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, out. I'm, I'm out. This guy
1: extended by three days. But everything <laughs> after the first two,
0: I think, is forty-four minutes long. Okay, so it's not okay, the full hour. So it saves you like fifteen minutes an episode, uh, Jorge. So you know. I it
2: up an hour and a half yeah. for two episodes and you got to knock out 11 of them yeah
3: like wednesday that's wednesday. yeah i, I <laughs> look if you get to halloween and i was gonna in say song, yeah, let's right. go to thanksgiving on this one <laughs>
2: yeah I, there's no way right Al? i'm just there's, saying,
3: finishing the season one you know season one i should be good by wednesday
2: so emily i knew that you were fired up for the uh the golden bachelor which premiered last night mm-hmm. and then you let me down by not seeing the golden bachelor okay,
0: so here's the thing uh <laughs> abc I watched it. I'm sorry. Let me tell it now. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually have been so much better. Uh, ABC, I love you, uh, our company father, but it's really difficult to stream ABC, even if I have a TV login. Okay, so it's really difficult for me. I have my parents' cable login to stream anything on my TV. So I just got frustrated. And it couldn't happen, and so I just said I'll watch it on Hulu the next day. ABC
2: specifically is hard to stream. Yes,
0: they oh, make geez. it pretty difficult to stream um, their like you know their content that's not on ESPN. So if it's ESPN like broadcasting a Monday Night Football game, that's easy. Or if it's a college football game, but if it's a you want to watch the Oscars, you want to watch uh, you know The Bachelor while it's happening.
2: Oh, they just make it, it live, a little bit easily,
0: hard, okay. and so then I'm going to watch it today on Hulu.
2: Slee, so what did you make of it? Well, first <laughs>
1: off, let me just say this. Can we, you and I, emphasize that we did not say anything about ABC? Because I would like to Yes,
0: you guys didn't say anything. And, and ABC is a great company. They put out great products. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm a big fan of ABC and all their streaming <laughs> services that they have, Trev.
2: Well, look, I, I think we can agree that it's the, the best streaming possibilities that you could ever find. <laughs> Other than ESPN goes. App. Right, Of course, of course, of course. Um, can I just, I know, I know I'm know i the only one here that really cares about this, but I know that at least a, a portion of our audience is invested in this, so I feel like I need to at least mention it off the some top. Some Ryder Cup? So, well, just not only some Ryder Cup, m, but the fact that we got absolutely humiliated in the opening day <laughs> of the Ryder Cup the American team basically went out there they went oh and four in the opening matches Lee so they played four matches they lost them all way to go fellas and then in the afternoon four they lost two and a half of the four so we're behind six and a half to one and a half after one day so it's basically over before it's even started yippee cancel. USA USA way to go fellas cancel the
1: event My literally just goodness. cancel the event it's over
2: like why I I why? Why do we get just demolished when we go over there? Last when when it was here two years ago, we take care of business. The second we get on an airplane and fly over water, we forget how to play golf. I don't understand what it is. Right? Okay.
0: I, how, I don't know what to say.
1: How, Trav, how how much will you invest into this thing throughout
2: the weekend? The same amount as I've invested so far. Zero. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but because here, here's what happens. So it's they're playing in Italy, right? And it's on 10 o'clock at night, our time, is when the matches started. Okay? So, they start in the morning. Uh, they start Friday morning in Italy. Okay. So, by the time I got up at 5.30 this morning, the entire opening series had already happened. Right. And we lost them all. It's over. Oh, it's no. like showing up to a baseball game, and it's 14 to nothing in the second inning. The game's over. <laughs> You're not winning the game. That's what this is. It's very – I'd
1: rather watch that. Then zero zero in twelve innings and everybody leaves.
2: <laughs> at least there's going to be a winner. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to they're not going to say at the end of this that's eh, a tie. Although the Ryder Cup does have ties, unfortunately. But anyway, there there's your Ryder Cup update of the day <laughs> that it's over before it barely even started. And I don't know. There that I I felt like I needed. I, I feel a little Get better that I got it out of there. Yeah, we need to win fourteen points to win the cup. We have one and a half. <laughs> That's probably... What okay. do you
0: win with a cup? Is there money? Is it just a cup? Prestige. Okay. National
2: honor. Okay. Um, the, the Is it participation just the participation award. the
0: Europeans? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's kind of like America versus the world.
2: It's, well, just but Europe. just Europe. Okay. Just Europe. Because America versus the rest of the world, that's the President's Cup. Okay. So there's two different cups that we play in. One's against Europe. One's against everybody that's not do Europe. Do we
0: usually win them?
2: We win them when they're played here. We do not okay. win them when they're played elsewhere. How often is it played over there? Every other time they do it. Okay. So it's played every two years. So two years ago, it was here. Then it's, now it's in Europe. Two years from now, it will be back here. So
0: home court advantage is home, uh, a Home big...
2: court advantage apparently <laughs> is a thing. But it's golf. It's not. I don't know. It bothers me. Okay. Who's got a better chance? Um, USA
1: coming back? N- the other thing. Or no, I'm going to go with USA coming back. Or the Padres still getting into the postseason?
2: Oh, the Padres. For sure, the Padres. Look, baseball loves weird-ish, right? Baseball loves to have that thing like, all right, they're dead. I said to you, Slee, what? It was maybe the beginning of September where I'm finally like, you know what, Slee? I think I've finally given up. I've finally given up. I kept thinking they're going to get hot. It's going to happen. It took another 10 days, but they finally did. They were going into the final weekend of the season, and your Padres are at least mathematically breathing is a miracle.
1: Every game that we made fun of the Cubs of losing this past week was an elimination game for the Padres. As in, right. they won any of those games, the Padres were out, and because the Cubs kept choking uh, is one of the reasons why they're still in. It's actually pretty funny. that
2: Paint the scenario, because you, okay. you laid it out for me that, that like 48 things have to happen yep. in a very specific order for the Padres to get in, but it's not, it's not 148, it's just 48.
1: Okay, very, very easy here. The Cubs have to lose their final three games. Okay, not impossible. Miami has who do they to, play?
2: Who do we know who the Cubs play? They play the Brewers.
1: And Brewers have nothing to play for. Sure. So how much are the Brewers going to be caring about that? I have no idea. Um, okay. Then you got the Cincinnati Reds have to lose two of three. They're at St. Louis.
2: Okay, not okay. impossible.
1: Not impossible. And then you got the Miami Marlins.
2: <laughs> this is not great.
1: This one's actually pretty funny. Um, Miami is – are they – okay, they're going to be in Pittsburgh for a three-game set. Miami's got to get swept
2: in those three games. If all is that happens – Pittsburgh out of it,
0: I'm assuming? Yes? Yes. Okay.
2: Everybody the, – the only – the Reds and the Padres are the only two teams that are not in a playoff position that could end up in a playoff position. Okay. Am I right, Slee? Yes. Yeah, so if, if
1: Miami gets swept, if the um, – the Cubs get swept, and the Reds lose 2-3, or three and the Padres win all three of their games.
2: Who do the Padres play?
1: Padres are in – why am I drawing a blank?
2: It's not San Francisco. It's not the Dodgers because they play each other. Arizona plays. So it's got to be in the division. Who's left? They've got to play the Giants. Uh, no. Uh,
1: oh, no, that's right. They're Colorado. They're in Chicago. they got the White Sox. They have the
2: White Sox? That's How
1: random stupid. is that? You're ending the season against White Sox. Okay, let's let's say all that happens then Miami would have to fly back to New York to finish a game that was suspended yesterday in the ninth. to then determine if the Padres get into the playoffs. So only those 38 things have to happen for the Padres to play uh, baseball this upcoming Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it starts. So
2: you probably have a hotel room booked in three or four different National League cities just in the event that wherever they get in, you've got a spot to go
1: um i'd love to be with you on that one i have yet to book <laughs> Actually, any hotel rooms. now that
2: i think about it it's only milwaukee or philly those are the two hosts of what these lovely cities things, Go right see dame philly's not so bad right <laughs> no philly's great
0: i love philly milwaukee's fun like too philly. if you
2: like to drink beer and eat and hang out milwaukee's not a bad spot <laughs> like if I'm you're sure, looking I'm for I'm... wild nightlife maybe not but they
0: have great breweries i don't think it's a great city <laughs>
2: what milwaukee
0: i'm just saying if if, if what you say the city is oh our breweries are great that's not a great city unless you really
2: like breweries sure right like yeah. if you're if, if you're looking for wine country and but champagne, you could find breweries in any city <laughs> well you know okay, it's I, the I just want to i just want to
1: point out that i think milwaukee is a great area too, i sweet. love the abc app can, can i just tell <laughs> I mean, you two that's things. another thing she just went really out liked. the
2: home of good karma and yep. the and espn I'm just she, being realistic, just, guys. guys. You should probably look at the bottom of those checks and where they come from before sure, you start going on. i literally in. targeted the giving, two.
0: I'm just <laughs> giving constructive criticism uh-huh. to
2: the ABC app. Well, we all know how much people like to be told that their thing sucks. Of course. No, no, that exactly. may, that everybody reacts well to that. Hey, of you know course. what I don't like? What's that? Your thing. You. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what's cool about Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Phoenix. You know what I hate? What? Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good.
0: Getting off the great angles. Hey,
1: fun fact <laughs>
3: about Milwaukee, the Hardy Davidson factory. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so cool. I love cool. Milwaukee. <laughs>
0: yeah. it, 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 very Emma, cool to have a, a factory <laughs> for motorcycles. It is an, M- M- was not, not sold. Motorcycle <laughs> factory. Was not it's an sold.
2: American icon. It's oh, a wow, brand cool. of a brand of a brand. Let's go to the Ford <laughs> factories in Detroit, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> My God, do you you do you want to quit or something? Like you're coming in hot today.
0: <laughs> it's Friday. It's Casual I guess, Friday. Here. I
2: guess so. I guess Next so. Next thing is she hates Disneyland. <laughs> Keep going. Mickey Mouse is a bum. Yeah, he's <laughs> Very overrated. Toy Story uh, broadcast
0: on on Sunday. vicky exactly. has
2: been
1: overrated his whole career.
2: All right, Slee. So you got in front of uh, Darvin Ham and Rob Palinka yesterday. He'll, he'll get a little into what they had to say and uh, how much we might see LeBron James this upcoming season. It's all straight ahead. It's travin Slee, seven ten ESPN. Are you dealing with a dead battery? If you are, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like their free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you just need a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement, they can hook you up with that as well. They're the only place you can find proven tough, Duracell batteries. So, the next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination.
1: Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Trav, I, I know even though Palenka and Darvin Ham talked for, let's say, 35 minutes or so, I know the only thing you want me to start off with is what the spread looked like. Yes, please. Yeah, what the tables looked like, had the food look like. Yeah. Let's just say I think um, – You'll be ready for Monday because this was a very intimate setting, right? There wasn't too many people, just kind of the regular beat reporters, a couple of the TV guys. So it was more just kind of sandwiches, chips, things like that. that kind so, of sandwiches. Well, Jersey Mike's was out there. Oh, you know, Jersey Mike's was kind of slanging some of their uh, their sandwiches out there, but it wasn't what I think media is going to be media day is going to be like. So. I think they're budgeting everything to the day that you're going to be there, where you Good. can shine on Monday.
2: Yeah, we're going to be there on Monday for media day. Did you get the Italian? Jersey Mike's does a nice Italian. Um, I actually did not eat, what? so you're going to be disappointed in that. We're done for the day. I know you, you, you've you've lost me. <laughs> you, how you, many? How many would me? you have taken? Like would you, have... like, you, know, you know my deal. Like I, I don't like to do my full deal in front of people that I don't know particularly well. Like if there's somebody like my fear is me walking away with a bag full of sandwiches and somebody going, that guy is a monster like that. That's my fear. Like I will take a sandwich, a chip and a drink. That's the normal amount that a normal non-compulsive eater would take. But when you take a bag full of sandwiches by yourself, like I lied to the lady in the drive through. Like, when I go through the drive through to get stuff just for myself, I'll say, I'll take uh, two cheeseburgers, two fries, and a Coke, and I say, oh, yeah, well, what, what did she want me to get? Oh, right, and, and, and a Nuggets, too. It's all for me, but I just don't want her to think that I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a big family, you know? Yeah. we got a big family. Because I- they talk about you,
1: right? Oh, like, yeah. once
2: you leave, they say things, because that's what I would do. I'd be like, wait a I've second. I've never
0: talked about the amount of things that somebody ordered, because you oh assume my gosh. bringing you I- home.
2: I am listening to everything that everybody's <laughs> looking at. I'm like, that's a guy Like, if you, if you heard somebody order six burgers and a car full of kids pulled up, you're like, okay, cool. If I ordered six burgers and you saw me, you'd be like, that guy's out of control. No,
0: I'm not. <laughs> I'm seeing you as an adult man that probably has children.
2: Well, <laughs> then you're a far kinder person. Hey, guys, person come though. look at this guy in the drive-thru. Hey, hey, I don't think he's got anybody with him. Get every, Everybody get up here and take a look at let's See if he comes through by himself.
1: Literally, he parked right okay. after the drive-thru and is eating in the parking
3: lot. I've
2: done that, too. That's happened. Yeah, with a
3: Rotolo on his license
2: plate. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> he did it again. Why is he always trying to remember what his wife ordered? Why can't he never remember the first time? Why has he always got to throw that in there? So what did they say after you were not eating sandwiches?
1: Monday, um, they said there's going to be a really good spread for Travis. Good. After that, you know, it's kind of interesting. They, they It went pretty long. I mean, you talk about 35, 40 minutes, and this is... Obviously, before media day, a couple of things stood out. You know, I, I think the, I think the overall consensus is, Rob Palenka now is in his, I think, fifth or sixth season. Trav. Yep. And this one just feels different to start the year than really all the the rest of them. Look, there was a time Magic was around. They win the championship in 2020. The following year, you remember when they just they didn't run it back. They went out and they got, who was it, Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroeder and Marcus Gasol, and okay, that didn't work out. The following year, they made the trade for Russ. So Russell Westbrook's on the team, and remember Carmelo's there and Dwight Howard, and they brought back all these older players, um, and that didn't work. Last season, I don't need to tell you, but media day, Russ was still on the team. It, mm-hmm. it still was a completely flawed roster. You really didn't know kind of what to think or what the direction the team was going in, I think probably the thing that stood out to me the most is Polanka told us when the season ended that his number one goal and priority was, I want to bring this team back. I want to try to build off of what we had a year ago. And you know this, that has not been common with the Lakers since polenka has been there. So I think there's a, okay, we know what to expect. We have an idea of what these players are, but we also only got a small sample size of who those players were. So, what's it going to look like? I, I thought, um, and I, you know, I can actually say the same thing about Darvin Ham. It's going to be his second season, so it's not like the first goal round for him. I mean,
2: it's funny to hear you say that. Obviously, that's true, but it doesn't feel like he's only been here for one season. He feels like he's been a part of this for much longer than he actually has. Like, he feels like he's kind of an old soul around there that's been around the block a million times, and I think it just speaks to his personality and his leadership that he doesn't feel like a new guy, even though he's still relatively the new guy.
1: Yeah, I, I think, and in, in you could tell too, even last season when he walked in, he kind of owned the room, mm-hmm. very comfortable with himself, had the respect of a lot of these other people, but yeah, you know, there's only so much you can do. You're, the scenarios that you were in a year ago, that now you're going to be in in your second year, they will be different. He will have a just a better understanding of. All right, I'm the head coach. I'm in this position. This pretty. He went to the Western Conference Finals in his first year. That's a that's a pretty good. Sure it is. Uh, it's a pretty good sample to have. Of okay, I got a taste of the playoffs as a head coach. I got a taste of the regular season. I got a taste of a, a trade at the trade deadline. Um, and the, and the other thing I I, I think. D'Angelo Russell was such a kind of a polarizing figure. We talked about him a ton. Um, they actually already said I, – I, I thought Rob and Darvin Hamm really went out of their way to highlight and to emphasize that D'Lo is going to start this upcoming year, and he's going to be one of the main guys that they're – but, but the fact that they already kind of announced him as a starter was a little surprising to me.
2: Yeah, he was bad, right? And the last thing you see is the first thing you remember. And the last thing we saw with him was he really struggled in the postseason. It got to the point where he was almost unplayable in the postseason. Not that he can't play during the regular season. Not that he didn't even have some moments earlier in the postseason. There was a game here or there where he was pretty good in the playoffs. But it's hard just to completely flush that memory of him struggling the way that he did, uh, uh, in particular against Denver, and just think, okay, we're just going to run him back out. There. It's, it's probably the right decision. and. You probably, you know, if nothing else, if you're being really long term and really tactical about this, it could be a way to showcase or highlight. Say, hey, listen, what what do you think of this the rest of the NBA? Is there anything that you might be able to get there? That could be a part of it as well.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's, look, they, they are in a unique position. They got 10, 11, 12 guys that they can use. So um, I, I'm not saying that, you know, Delo's fighting for his minutes or something. Like, but in a sense, yeah, they're going to play guys that get the results. And you got 82 games a year you got guys that are between the ages of 24 and 27 use them now's the time use them during the 82 game set you want D'Angelo Russell to play a ton of minutes in the regular
2: season so you talk about using them and the question that Mark Cuban was on first take yesterday and or yeah yesterday and we'll play something from him it's the topic it's the topic that Adam Silver is attempting to address and we're talking about load management that it's the reason we're putting together an in-season tournament to try to juice the regular season it's something they changed the criteria for when you could sit out. They changed the criteria for when uh you could win regular season awards for MVP, you know, getting game minimums and all these things. They're very clearly trying to juice the regular season to make the best players play more often. And of course, right? You you need to have your guys, people flipping channels. Hey, is that the Lakers? Okay, cool. Le- uh, was LeBron's not playing tonight? Okay, boom. I'm gonna go see what else is going on. If LeBron's playing, you probably stop. Giannis is playing, you stop. If Embiid's playing, you stop, right? The the stars. But for the Lakers to get to where they want to go, you got to manage LeBron really, really carefully. you got to make sure that he's at his best in April, May, and hopefully June, and not necessarily at his best in November, December, and January. Those two things don't add up, and that's not great for the NBA is having its best players on the court every single night.
1: It's um, one of the things that I think frustrates so many fans, so many former players. How many times do you think Michael Thompson, I'm sure he would do it with you, but can you imagine when I'm in a pregame show and I'm telling Michael, hey, this star's not playing. They just announced it. This star is not going. They just announced it. It's it sounds like one of the biggest priorities of the NBA. How can we make sure our stars are playing? Now I don't think they're as concerned if Orlando's taking on Charlotte. They're concerned if the game's nationally televised on ESPN or TNT. So I think sometimes they talk out of both sides – uh, but obviously, for the Lakers, their situation's much different than if it was a 28-year-old that's load managing than uh, somebody who's going about to be 39.
2: All right, so I, I want to come back and play what Mark Cuban said to Stephen A because it just it just does not add up to me. The NBA has a load management issue, and I don't think it's the one that Mark Cuban thinks they do. Plus, we got a little breaking news of what's coming up with the Rams on Sunday, who they're going to be going up against. It's all straight ahead. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: All right, so this is just in from Stephen Holder, who is an ESPN NFL reporter. Okay, so he says that Colts coach Shane Steichen says that Anthony Richardson has cleared protocol and will start on Sunday's game, but then he goes on to add that the complexion of the Rams-Colts game has changed dramatically this afternoon. Yes, Richardson will return, but suddenly the Colts are facing a prospect of missing as many as three offensive linemen. Kelly did not pass concussion protocol, Ryman picked up symptoms this week, and Smith a hand is iffy
2: that's a big deal Slee because think about what Geno Smith in week one right when the Rams were up in Seattle and remember that Aaron uh, Aaron Donald breaks through the line and he's running at uh at Geno Smith oh my god God. (laughs) right there there you go that's a guy Geno Smith's been in the league a long time Geno Smith has been in NFL games where stuff isn't working where guys aren't getting blocked upright, and he's an experienced player, and he saw Aaron Donald coming at him. Oh my God! Right, he that that was his. Oh reaction. my God! <laughs> Anthony Richardson has played in two NFL games. He's got three offensive linemen potentially that are either Jeez. going to be absent or not at their best, and you've got Aaron Donald on the other side. That's that's really good news for the the, the Rams. I don't want to say it's a must win, but it's as close to a must win as you can have in Week Four of the season. I believe. That they have that breaking in their favor is really good news because I, I can't imagine a rookie quarterback with no line is going to fare well with 99 breathing down his neck.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I, I'm I'm out for one more week. I'm I'm going <laughs> to making an executive decision to wait till October. No, but d- just to play off what you just said, Trab, the line is everything, right? Sure. The line is everything. I mean, let, let's use Matt Stafford as an example in Cincinnati. The guy had no time to do anything, and you could be the best quarterback out there. You could have great options of guys to throw to. If you don't have time, then what the hell are you supposed to do? And that's a veteran in Matt Stafford. What does a kid like Anthony Richardson do in that situation? Like you said, Aaron Donald, you got three O-linemen missing. This might be the break that they needed to try to get back to five hundred.
2: Well, and that's the thing, right? You got to keep your head above water for as long as you possibly can, because at some point you just got to get in, and then you see what can happen. And if you're close to a playoff position, and I think, I think if it just played out like if you just had the most likely outcome of the season, the Rams are a six or a seven win team. That's what Vegas had them at six and a half. I think was their number. Yeah. So when you get a chance to get that eighth win. When you get a chance to get that ninth win, you got to make sure you jump on it. You got to make sure, like and, and quite frankly, I think they missed an opportunity on Monday. They had a chance to, what felt like a difficult game, turned into a very winnable game. This is another one of those games that you need to take advantage of the fact that you got a kid quarterback that you got a banged up offensive line, and you have to have this even if it is ten o'clock uh, you know in the eastern time zone. You need to go take care of this because you're not going to have a ton of games where you have a decided advantage the way you do in this one
1: The thing I hated about the Monday Night game was you were in the game you had opportunities in the first half you didn't take advantage of it. Joe Burrow in the first half was a statue wasn't moving at all yeah. But then you kind of understood, okay, second half came. They got real playmakers. Joe Burrow, We we, if you let them hang around, they're going to find a way to win the game. Cincinnati did that. You have no excuse against the Colts. Nope. I mean, if if they lose to the Colts on Sunday, then whatever chatter that we were having, that if, if you thought, you know what, can they hover around 500? Can they be a playoff team? Can they maybe just scratch a, a way to get in there? The NFC isn't all that good um if that doesn't happen then it's completely different
2: if i'm anthony richardson i'm asking them to retest me yeah. hey yep. I, you we'll know back uh, in hey you know that concussion protocol that i cleared earlier today can we how many offensive three offensive oh linemen uh, can i take that again sure uh what's your mom's name i don't remember oh my God. But uh what's your <laughs> brother's name i don't remember that either okay oh you're back God. in the protocol
1: well, we get – I don't know what it is in the NFL, <laughs> but we all get time off, <laughs> right? We all get a – PTO. Same thing as if, you know, when we send out our um, – our, uh, our just kind of like our vacation requests – I'm sure he's got a couple people he just sends an email to and says, hey, I'm out on Sunday. Hey, call him sick, last minute. Why
2: not? <laughs> the traffic is Sunday. terrible getting exactly. to the stadium. You better get Gardner Minshew up and in, in ready. I don't know if I'm going to get there in time, right? Oh, my
0: God.
2: <laughs> I thought the game was in L.A. <laughs>
3: I booked the flight.
2: <laughs> yeah, he should. If he's not standing in front of SoFi Stadium at 10 o'clock in the morning, he's doing it wrong. Like, wait, where is everybody? Wait, it's a home game? Why, <laughs> Why are, are we playing world? at 10 out here? no doubt but no also
0: doubt. if the rams can't get to anthony richardson with this offensive line potentially having three injured members then that's a huge red flag sure
2: well. it is sure it is with aaron donald here look this is the nfl and this is what makes the nfl so much fun is every week feels like this is what your team is right week one hey the rams are really good hey week two hey the rams are pretty good week three the season's over <laughs> and, and and so week four, right. week yep. four is going to be a lot more of what you know. How do we feel about this? But if it looks bad on Sunday, and I don't think it's going to, but it's not totally off the board. If they don't win this game, now all of a sudden you are one and three. You've got Philly coming to town. That's a very likely one and four. And now we're having the Caleb Williams conversation all over again. And you've gone from, I think this is a playoff team, to, hey, be careful with Arizona. You might want to make sure that you don't win that one because they'll get Caleb Williams and you won't. That This this could happen in the space of the next three weeks.
1: Just go handle business. Yeah. and that, that, That's, I think, the thing more than anything. Don't jump to any of these other – first off, you're not good enough to jump and start thinking about any of these other teams.
2: Not to beat them you're not, but the other thing you might be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, right? that part—that part's true. <laughs> but but here we'll, we'll go back to something that you're right. There's an overreaction every single week. Every single week there's an overreaction, especially in the NFL, because you only have so many games. But after week one, whatever that that thought process was of what this team could be, you could be two and two through four games. You're fine. Just but you know I, I think we both agree if you somehow don't win that game on Sunday, yeah I, I don't. You tell me how they climb out of that hole with with the schedule that they have left as well.
2: Yeah, the, and that back half that we thought was going to be a lot more manageable might not be because Cleveland, who you thought okay, there's they might be one of the better teams in football with that defense. New Orleans the
0: defense is great.
2: The defense is great, but that defense, defense keeps you might be good enough, M, to be good enough to beat a team, any team. Much less a team that struggles offensively the way that the Rams uh, do.
0: The Steelers struggled offensively and they still won, but their defense. No, but they, on hold on, Rams. hold
2: on. They scored two touchdowns on defense, right? Yes. The Rams can't do that. That's true. They they don't they don't they they won that game. It's not because the defense for Cleveland was bad. Yeah. It's because Cleveland's offense gave them the ball. The Rams' offense only had one takeaway in Cle- three weeks. Yeah.
0: Cleveland did not allow Steelers inside of the red zone, and the Steelers still won the game, which is insane. But you know there might be a DTR with the Cleveland Browns too, so who knows? Yeah but they Steelers. just
2: go ahead, Slee.
1: I was gonna say Steelers were you know, it was kinda like the uh the A B C app. You're just not sure which one you're going to get, based on Emily's you feedback that we got earlier. Well, no, I mean, he just... did the
2: smart thing. He put your name on yeah. it. He quoted attached, you. definitely. <laughs> right? When you're going to quote somebody, you got to make sure that if it's a good quote, I'll take it and go, oh, I forgot to give it credit. If it's a bad one, you say, you know what Emily Hebel said earlier today was, and then you'll run it out. The Travis Lee Show has teamed up with the Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen today during the Waba Grill lunch hour on 710 for the cue to call, and you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's today on Seven Ten ESPN. Thanks to Waba Grill. Waba Grill. Eat smart, be healthy. I want to play this for you, Slee. Kind of going back to what we were talking about with loan management a minute ago. Mark Cuban, who is a really smart guy, and I would want Mark Cuban to own a team that I root for. I, I think that he he's got ideas. He's willing to take chances. He spends money. He treats players really well. I would like him to own a team that I root for. But this just seems so far off the mark for me for blaming gamblers for the preoccupation. On load management. Here so is. While I think fans looked at it from one perspective, I don't think it was as big a problem as it was made out to be. Right. And I think a lot of the influence came from gamblers, you know, because teams, we, we've transitioned from a world of, hey, this is my team. I grew up a Mavs fan. I've always been a Mavs fan to, all right, on social media, half the talk, or if not more, is, well, I got this bet in this game or mm-hmm. what, what, what are the odds going to be? What's the line going to be? And that influences a lot of the perspective of load management because, you know, who am I going to bet on? And that's unfortunate, but that's the reality of the world we live in. I'm not suggesting that load management or excuse me, that gambling isn't a part of the, the fabric of the NBA. It's a fabric of all sports, right? Yeah. But the load management issue is not a, a the sole concern of guys who are trying to get action on NBA games. It's for NBA fans, it's for basketball fans. It's for people that want to watch the best players. Play more often, and they want to watch the best players play more often against the other best players on games that we all get to see. This is not a gambling issue. David, keep doing that. Adam Silver has gone out of his way to try to juice the regular season as best as he can, in large part because the teams themselves, understandably have basically said the regular season isn't nearly as important as it used to be. Just get in the playoffs as healthy as possible. That's what matters. And they're trying to fix the regular season, and comments like that don't help.
1: It was a, It's a weird angle for him to take, to be honest with you. I, I thought, and maybe this is just his way of saying, I'm trying to protect my players. I got a guy in Luca that I'm going to be very mindful of. Luca's not exactly in the best of shape. We talk about his body more than we should. Um, I wonder how much he's just trying to the perspective is not the right the, the perspective is we want to have if you come out to a, a premiere event something that you're spending a lot of money to go through the parking to then actually enter the arena the tickets that you bought everything you spend there and the best the only reason why you're going that player is not playing well, what the hell did I spend this money for all right let's use it from a tv perspective a consumer perspective If Patrick Mahomes isn't playing in an NFL game, I don't know what your level of interest is to watch um, that specific game or watch a Kansas City Chiefs. It changes significantly for me. In baseball, I know there's 162 games. I know all sports are not created equal. But in the NBA, you're basically talking about one or two guys every single game that you're like, all right, if I have some interest, I'll watch because those guys are playing. To Throw the betting side into it as if that's the big influence. People are going to bet either way. I don't care what the game is. I don't care what, if somebody wants action, they're not bet. They're going to bet on a Raptors, the Hornets game. They're, they're not.
2: They just want the information is he playing or not? It that's all they want. It, it just, I just need to know if he's in or out. I don't care if he's in or out. I just want the odds in my favor.
1: They're not looking at the game and saying, you know, I really want to look at that box score after and see how Pascal Siakam did. They don't give a you-know-what. <laughs> Siakam was the right guy to use right there, right?
2: <laughs> I feel like he yeah, was. Maybe OG Anunoby That, <laughs> yeah, that well, might have been, but yeah. I, I, Pascal Siakam's good. I just know that you like OG the best.
1: I, I I get thrown off a little bit by those comments because the the league... And, you know, Darvin Hammond and Polanco uh, were asked about this yesterday, and one of the things that they said was just... It's important that we're putting out the absolute best product every single night, yep. and they understand what some of the restrictions are, and they understand uh, the grind of an 82. It, you know, somebodys I, I've heard people say, what if you limit the games? What if you take the games from 82 down to 70? Trav, you know what's going to happen? They're just going to sit out some of those games. In the se- that's, that's not going to stop them from sitting out unless you have actually rules that come into
2: play. I, I, I think you're right. I think it might help a little bit with fewer games, but again— If I'm the Lakers, as an example, I want my fans to have a positive experience and I want them to see my best guys. But Laker fans, at the end of the day, they want to see a championship. And if my championship odds are better if LeBron plays in 55 games as opposed to 65 games, then he should play 55 games. Right, and maybe you got to get a little bit more strategic on when they are. But it cuts both ways. There's no good answers other than we got to find a way to juice the regular season. It has to be there has to be an incentive to getting more wins during the regular season. We can I, we can try to figure it out.
1: I've heard people say this, and I know we got to go to break. But I've heard people talk about all right. Well, don't play that player 38 minutes two nights in a row. Why don't you play him if you want to load manage? play him 22 minutes to 25 minutes there's also other ways to do it but we'll see if that's ever executed
2: ask Slee coming up next it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN all right Slee you ready for this let's do it all right we're going to start with Ivan in Monrovia and Ivan in Monrovia writes would you rather get into a debate with Emily about why you hate Taylor Swift or Jorge, why carne asada is the superior choice in tacos, or with me, about random incorrect baseball facts.
1: Okay, so let let me take this piece by piece here. Number Um,
3: six, Lee, remember, number six. Emily,
1: (laughs) Emily, by far, I want to have that conversation least because she's so passionate about Taylor Swift. I fear my life. I fear... Those around me, I get a little <laughs> nervous there. So I want that one to the side, and I just want to take the L on that one. So then it comes down to you or Jorge. Here's the problem with arguing against Jorge on the carne asada at number six. There's other really, really good meats out there, and the man knows what he's doing, and he knows what he's talking about. I feel like an amateur when I'm having the conversation with him. I just like my carne asada. So, yeah, I just kind of want to eat my carne asada in my own little corner. So I think, Trav, (laughs) I think I just got to probably bother you with you're going to throw out baseball stats, and I'm going to be like that guy (laughs) that you sat next to randomly at a Dodger game
2: (laughs) and be wrong. Rick Sutcliffe had a good knuckleball, right? Oh, God, do I have to do this? Rick Sutcliffe did not throw a knuckleball. Charlie Huff threw a knuckleball. Really? Oh, let me ask you forty nine more random Dodger questions. I think oh it's the right gosh. answer. You it's a hundred percent. The, I think the, the right one, one that you want the least is from Emily because she cares way more about that oh, than yeah. Jorge does about Carne Asada or I do about random uh Baseball stats. That's just that. That is the path of most resistance. So you want to stay away from that one for sure.
0: Yeah, save your ears. So Jacob says, uh, hashtag Ashley. Would you rather never be able to eat your favorite food again, or have to follow up every meal by eating a bite of your least favorite food? So, for example, if your least favorite food is, I don't know, shrimp. You hate shrimp and you hate the texture, but every time you eat your taco perfect you take, steak you had to take a bite Gosh, of shrimp every time you have a piece of pizza you have to take a bite a shrimp
1: I, I think i gotta let go and this actually really sucks you know that my go-to when i eat it if you gave me a slice of pizza i've never turned down a slice it's I, I will eat a slice of pizza any yeah, day of the pizza. week doesn't matter the time the whole thing but i think i gotta sacrifice the pizza so i don't have to have cauliflower or you know like and i'm it's talking about choice, raw cauliflower yeah it's a you good know, choice if you've ever eaten raw cauliflower sadly yes <laughs> yes not the one we get at the restaurant where they put nine that, pounds of butter well, you, and you, everything
2: butter and salt will hide the flavor of anything that 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 fixes a lot of problems
1: true. so i think the pizza's got to uh i think the pizza's got to go
2: Jorge, what do you got?
3: All right,
1: this one's from uh,
2: Christopher
3: Holmes. Hey, what's up, Holmes? Do you already have your Halloween costume picked out? If not, may I recommend this? And then he's got a picture of uh, Kurt Rambis and Rambo, and he's going with Kurt Rambo. <laughs>
0: it's pretty cute. Okay, actually,
3: <laughs>
1: so, some kind of random, but um, no, I do not have a Halloween costume picked out because I probably haven't picked one out in about 20 years. But let's put that to you the You haven't had to here go here, to a
2: Halloween party or anything with Lady Slee? Right,
1: maybe less. Maybe less than that. You're, you're right. Yeah, there's... We, we've had a few where where we've gone to, but do you
2: have a go to that like? Because Susan and I, whenever we get invited to a couples Halloween thing, yep. we've got a go. We go as Homer and March Simpson. Like oh, that's we, cool. we we just that that's kind of our our go to every time. Do you have a, a standard? Actually,
1: I'm trying to think here. I don't know the last time her and I went to a Halloween party. Let alone invited to a Halloween party. Maybe you know. Maybe it's yeah, you. You're Slee. Hosting it at, I think I'm just boring as hell. <laughs> you're gonna but, host it this year then.
2: <laughs> don't invite the Sulews. They- <laughs> right.
1: No. Invite Michelle. Don't invite Al. I think that's what the invite usually is. Okay. The Kurt Rambis thing that you just mentioned. When I was at the old station working down in San Diego for one of the Halloweens, I wore the. The shorts all the way up. For some reason, I put a fro on. I don't know why the fro has anything to do with that. I put goggles on as well. I had Kurt Rambis' shorts on at one
2: point <laughs> in my uh, career. That Well, yeah, you need the headband, the glasses, and the short shorts. That's Rambis, right? Yeah, and they're seen... going to
0: knock you down if you jump up.
1: Right. <laughs> you ever seen that guy at uh, at Crypto that literally comes – I don't know how many games he goes to. He dresses like Rambis at least every once single a se- game.
3: I see him at least once a season. You're right comes every yes. game
1: and just when he's in the concessions like he never stops being Rambus even when he's going to just order a beer or a hot dog like he's, <laughs> it's Rambus every he goes to the restroom he's Rambus I see him at every game
2: all right here's one from Chrissy in the Travis Lee all-stars if you have not signed up for the uh, Travis Lee all-star community you're doing it wrong make sure you fix it it says hashtag ask it's 10 o'clock at night How much battery does your phone have? Are you someone who tries to see how long 1% is going to last? So where are you on your I got to get to a charger phase?
1: Okay, if it's dying, uh, travel is a perfect example. If I'm traveling or something like that and we're sitting at 8%, I'm and like, you know what, let this thing just go. If it dies, it dies. Um, But on a night-to-night basis, Trev, you're in your car a lot. Yeah. Do you charge more in your car or at home?
2: I, I almost only charge at home.
1: Okay, you know I, I mean? only I only charge, I'd say 90% of my charge is in the car, mm. that that's I just cool. have my car charger. But
2: you don't have a long
1: commute.
0: Yeah, your commute's like 30, 30 minutes. <laughs> minutes tops.
1: Basically, throughout the day, I'm always <laughs> over 65%, and that's just from my car charge. Just from my car charge.
2: I do like when I see the little battery indicator turn red. I do mm. like it oh, because yeah. it- and depending on what's going on, but I like it to die because then I can just kind of throw it at the end of the ca- – because I don't have the discipline to stop staring at it. I'm constantly staring at it, but when it's dead – It's almost like a relief. It, it is a relief, and I'm so lazy to actually get up off the couch and go plug it in in the kitchen is not an option for me. <laughs> it like is I, a
3: comfortable couch, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Is, I'm, I got my feet up. I still have know. my shoes on, but I have my feet up, and it's like up, it's one per – and there. you get the little – it freezes, and then it spins, and it's gone. And I'm it like, dies. ah if you ever if you
1: ever sell your couch sell to jorge please <laughs> oh, favor, jorge wants that couch.
2: Favor. so susan says the other day she goes we need it. she wants to get a new couch and i'm like no because <laughs> a it's long right jorge oh, it's, yeah. it's long and not that i'm seven feet tall but i i'm a lot of couches my feet hang off the edge or i gotta yeah. put it, it's not great i can lay perfectly flat on that thing like a bed I'm considering a reupholster job, but we're not getting rid of that couch because it's long. I know a guy if you want to upholster. You know a guy for everything.
0: (laughs) I was was genuinely very sad when my – so one roommate moved in, and she was moving in, and she's like, I already have a sectional. like We can get rid of the one we have because she's like, it's new. It's all that stuff. I was like, sure, okay. I'm really sad that the sectional that left, left because that was – Worn in super comfy, like got good enough cushion and had a cool color. It was like a little lime green, so kind of we were kind of like boho in the house. And now this is dark green and it's velvet and it's it's hard to take care of.
2: It's like the t shirt that's broken in perfectly, it's like the pair of jeans that's broken in just perfectly. That they fit and feel perfect. uh, How long have you had your couch, Trev? Oh my gosh, 20 years, it it, maybe more. It was a long time.
1: This is where. I can hear the conversation with you and Susan and I can hear Susan saying uh, 20 years what 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 more can you possibly get
2: 20 after more 20 years 20 more that's what that's what Emily <laughs> that's how much anxiety right. does it give you thinking about your phone dying?
0: Um, honestly, I mean, so a lot of times it gives me anxiety if I have to take the bus that I don't have enough juice to get on the bus because it, I have my Apple pay on it. I don't have any change. So that's one thing. Or if I don't have my charger in my car and I want to get somewhere. But other than that, like if it's actual useful things of like, I need my phone to get to somewhere. I don't really care that much.
2: All right. The Dodgers are three games away from being done with their season and they're going to do something very different in the time between the end of Sunday and the start of Saturday. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.